0: Hey, what's up, guys? This is Finn. And this is Adler. And welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation. Where we're here focused on managing your drive so that way you can optimize the 24 hours that you have in a day and live elevated.
1: Make sure to follow us and subscribe to our podcast on all of your favorite platforms. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to a brand new episode of The Best You Nation, hosted here by your boys, Finn and Adler. We welcome you. Adler, how you doing, my guy?
0: I'm good, man. How are you doing?
1: Listen, man, I'm doing fantastic. It's a brand new week, brand new opportunity to strive, to excel, and, of course, to be the best version of yourself. And here we are today. We've hopped into a brand new opportunity, right? Season 8. Right. Season 8. We are officially in Season 8, you know, finishing out the year strong. Um, I'm alive. I'm thankful for that. I'm thankful for my health. And I can't complain, man. So... What's going on, man? What Talk to me a little bit about where you're at right now, life, just catching up.
0: Uh, I mean, so I will say this, again, just to be transparent. This has been a more uh, trying season, so to speak. Um, not necessarily season with the podcast, because I think we're growing like amazing. Just uh, currently while I'm working in the, the assignment that I'm in. And... Um, <clears throat> It's just, you know, just for full disclosure, I find it a little bit harder to, uh, you know, going with the, the right mindset, you know, going with, the, you know, a positive attitude and stuff like that. So um, this is something that, like, I'm learning about myself, like, I, in ways that I thought that I was like, wow, I'm, I'm doing really, really well. I've now, I feel like I've mm. now had that self-talk and um, I've exposed, you know, some areas of weaknesses that I kind of need to work on. And uh, I think that, you know, when we get to a point in our lives, when we feel like we know everything or we do everything perfect, then we're not actively seeking progress. So um, that's been a huge lesson for myself, you know, just to kind of, you know, if just to be able to be honest with myself and then be able to know that, like, I can do things a little bit better. For sure,
1: man. I think that's one of the greatest things about this journey that we're on um, with life. You know, we are constantly growing, we're constantly developing a, an approach to be better at who we are. But that's kind of what we focus on here, at the podcast. Um, There's something that I wanted to ask you, and this is just like, you know, you've been going through this season yourself. Um, the, this other couple of days ago, you were out and about, and you had the opportunity to go try some German food at a German Fest. I wanted to ask you about that. How was, uh, how was that experience?
0: So man, I right. And this is where it, it, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. You know, there's always the good with the bad, right? Mm-hmm. Being uh, in this part of the United States, it's um, more of a small town field and mm-hmm. uh, they take their festivals and celebrations super serious. So like when when there's, when there's a Fall Fest Whenever there's Oktoberfest, whenever there is even the fair, like the, there's like a whole fair that ev- like everybody for, in all the surrounding cities they come out to. It's like it's it is the biggest thing in this like area of, uh, of town, and it's actually really cool to see. And um, I was able to be part of Oktoberfest, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, they had me try um, brats and sauerkraut. <laughs> <laughs> and it was as it was yeah, so i like the brats. i am not a fan of sauerkraut like officially i can say that i'm not like i'm not a fan of it but i tried it you know because it's he's, an acquired it right.
1: aquar- a lot of people don't like sauerkraut it's uh one of those things that's a, it's kind of like you like it or you don't i mean it's just how it is yeah. there's no in between
0: no and i mean that's like all- you know, Trying something new, um, like I was at least got to try it at least once or twice before I'm like, all right, I don't like it. So that I think, I believe that's my second time trying it because I, I know I tried it once before and then I remember just instinctively being like, nah, I don't want sauerkraut because I've had opportunities to have sauerkraut in the past. But officially speaking, sauerkraut is not my biggest thing. So I, I can say that officially now, so to speak. No, man, I, I, that's. Uh...
1: I'm. I'm just glad. I, I know when you texted me, you actually called me at work and then sent me a video, uh, and then I called you on the way home. On the way home, um, you know, life's about life's about experiencing new things and trying new things. And like, obviously, you find out that uh, sauerkraut is not your not your thing.
0: It isn't, and but I also know that the last time I tried food with you, we had the schnitzel, right? Schnitzel. We had the schnitzel. Yeah, we had the schnitzel. There. So I was like, okay, I like that. You know, so it's, I, I definitely like German food. I just kind of have to feel, figure out like, what's my wheelhouse in terms of like, oh, okay, this for sure, this now, nah, next time, you know, kind of go from there.
1: Well, when we, you are back in town and when I'm done with 75 hard, which will be closer to the end of November, start December, yeah. um, we'll have to, we'll have to go out to Sanford and go to the German restaurant and Real get strange. a, uh, yeah, right. dude, oh. Man, we could have a whole episode about willow tree and just German food, but um, today, you know, what's unique about today? And obviously, this is a brand new Monday, and we have a brand new episode, but it's also a brand new season. And you know, you're you're actually finishing out your set your session up in Illinois. Uh, I always say Chicago, don't know why, but I'm glad I'm not saying Chicago. It's Quincy, right? It's where you're at, Quincy. Quincy.
0: Yes. Quite
1: okay. Oh, so, Illinois! You're almost down your sign. I'm super excited for you. I know you're you're ready for some for, for some newer opportunities out there. Um, but what have you? I mean, I just feel like with what you've done, you know, in this last this is what your second year now or a year and a half that you've been traveling, right? As a nurse, um, yeah. There's so, definitely got to be something that, for yourself personally, where you feel like you have. Progressed, right? You become um, more disciplined, more rooted in what you're doing as a travel nurse as you were when you're at home. Here, you know, when you're stationed in one location Monday through Friday or three days a week. So, my question for you, just wanted to kind of get this started here. Um, you know, you're 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 practicing. We practice medicine, right? We're, we're we're in healthcare and we practice medicine, and you can you can definitely. I'm sure you can agree with that. So, my question for you is, you know, being on these different travel assignments and and being and using different systems and different, um, you know, programs to, to chart or to do your job, really, you know, adapting is a big part of growth. So I guess my question for you is, and, and I'm just curious, I would love to hear this from you, um, as a travel nurse, you know, how has the practice of being who you are as a person, you mentioned it earlier, you were saying, hey, I haven't just gone through a season, but how have you practiced A lot of the things that we've talked about, whether it's with your job, whether it's personal, uh, with your finances, whatever it is that you have done. How have you allowed your mindset of practice help you progress forward through your last couple months of being, you know, in Illinois? Well,
0: okay. So as you know, I got the travel assignment job um, before um, we had the shutdowns. So like, you know, I already had everything set up and I was supposed to be starting out. And um, immediately when I was like, I think I didn't have much time in between and I was supposed to be starting out. And then all of a sudden, you know, COVID hits, we're all going through a government shutdown. And so at that point, I'm kind of thinking to myself, like, all right, should I still go? Should I, like, this is uncharted territories. And it's, it's you know, you're, you're afraid, but at the same time, you realize that like, you can't live life, you know, from the perspective of your fears. Because if you're focusing on your fears then you never do anything. You just stay at home and you just, you know, be a a, best, a ball just on the couch. But knowing that there is, I guess, parody or that there's always change or something like that, that's out there, you know? And understanding that, like, you can only grow when you get yourself out of your comfort zone. And so my first assignment, I remember, I've never been shy or it's never been hard for me to talk to people. However, the first assignment, you get out there, you're just like, uh, you know, you're kind of nervous. Like, it's it's almost like the first day of school. I get the first day of school feeling every time I start a new assignment. So it's just like, okay, I don't know, will these people like me, will these people hate me, is it a terrible position, uh, um, like place, like, and whatnot. And so far I've, I've realized, I've come to realize that like based off of my own personal experience, there is no such thing as a bad like travel assignment or anything like that. It's all about your perspective. You make, you pretty much make your experience. So if you go in with the mindset of like, all right, hey, I'm, like I'm gonna you know, do whatever, whatever, you can always find some morsel of positivity that remains in that assignment, even if like the the whole the whole building is um, uh, on fire, so to speak. You know, metaphorically speaking, you're still like, okay, well, you know, the the building's on fire, but man, these flames look nice. <laughs> so you just, you kind of just like shift the perspective, so to speak. And so um, I will say that I've done better on other assignments in terms of like uh, Swift. Wow. Looking at the perspective, like from that lens, <laughs> right. This this one has been a little bit more trying, uh, just because of, you know it's it's they have their own like rules and regulations and you just and everything's incredibly short and you know there's a lot of variables that go into it. It could be even like short staffing, you know, stuff like that. But right. you know, I believe that you 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 the only way you're gonna grow is by putting yourself in opportunities to, you know to actually grow, you know? You, you, gotta, you gotta put yourself in the best position.
1: No, and, and I love that because we were talking off air today. You know, we, we were talking kind of about growth, right? That's kind of like we're, it's one of those things It's one of our pillars that we believe here at the, at the TBYN. But here's the thing for me personally, and this is why I was asking you because you, I remember when you, your first travel summit. you know, you were on, you were kind of like on this line. You're like, should I go? You're asking all your buddies for opinions. And you made the jump, you made the leap. Now, looking back, you know, you've practiced this. This has become routine almost now. Um, And there's no, and and elaborate on this, but there's no perfect assignment that you've had. There's no perfect assignment. There's always a, and and not that I want to focus only on the nursing perspective or the nursing travel assignment, because I think that it's easy to talk about because you've done multiple Variations of this travel. You hear the word travel assignment. Yeah. Oh, cool, travel assignment. But even when you left to go to Illinois, I mean, your even your traveling was like hectic. This to hear you say, "Hey, I mean, I think I remember yeah. you saying, we're flying yeah. in, and you have to go pick up your car here, and you got to go back this way to wherever the heck." And it's like you can get easily discouraged. When you're in those situations so you have become a prime example and an influence as far as like what it looks like to be one to practice to make progress instead of practice makes perfection and it's because of the trying times you have right now with this assignment versus your cushioned georgia atlanta i remember let me tell you, you had a nice place. I remember driving up there. I wish I would have done it more often.
0: It was, uh, um, man, it was, it was a good situation. It was,
1: uh, <laughs> it was great.
0: It was a good but situation. You look
1: at, you're looking at your situation now, and, you know, and you can still learn to, you still appreciate, because it's, you have a job. You get to be a nurse. You get to take care of people. Um, I guess the way that I want to take this for a second is I want to kind of transition this to what is it that you do in your, you know, you, you work out. You and I are running this podcast, but you have 24 hours a day, which by the way, is sponsoring this episode today, uh, brought to you by 24 hours a day. It is a fitness, um, fitness, lifestyle, wellness, mind, body, spirit, uh, platform ran by Adler. So if you guys have a chance, go check it out on Instagram. That's the best place to, to reach out to Adler, to follow his content guys. He really, really brings it to the table. You know, a lot of you guys probably just think, "Oh, we're a podcast hosts," but no, Adler really takes us to the next level with twenty-four hours a day. So, do us a, f- a favor: go over to Instagram and follow us, or follow him. Sorry, follow Adler at twenty-four hours a day, and then also follow us at the Best you Nation. But guys, or Adler, question for you: one more, because I just want—I want to hear this from you. Would you say that perfection is? That's the best way of asking this. Do you think perfection is conflicting, or is is in our mind um, conflicting to what we're trying to portray as people? Do you think that's something that we do? Do we think that do we allow our, the, the thought process of perfection to distract us from becoming ultimately who we want to become? So I, I
0: think, um, and I mean that's that's almost like a two-part question, um, but like. When you're saying perfection, one perfection doesn't exist. That's that's something that doesn't exist in this world, and it's this ever fleeing, ever um, it's it's this eluding thing that you can never ever get. The only thing you can do is continue doing the same thing over and over consistently, and then you experience growth in that regard. So you know, for example, right and um, I, I kind of talked about like my travel experience, but like my very first day as a nurse, you know, the confidence was shaky at best. Like, I, got you know, I, I think I had a, I had a patient um, who was just like, you know, I walked in, I'm getting like, I clocked in, I walk in, I'm wearing blue just like the other nurses. And I go into this patient's room. And, you know, obviously I have a, a, um, a preceptor uh, or, you know, for you, for those of you guys who don't, aren't in the medical field, um, when you're uh, first starting out as a nurse, you have a nurse like you're partnered with a, a experienced nurse, and they call them their, their preceptor. So um, I'm going in there with my preceptor, and you know she introduces herself, then she introduces me, and then um, you know I'm taking I'm pretty much doing the work, and I'm trying to grasp the routine, the knowledge of, of you know how to do this thing that they call nursing, right? And so I walk into this room, and um, I think the patient just had surgery and it was like a complication or something and then she was just like you need to go grab the nurse and I was like you're right I need to go grab the nurse and so in my head I'm like sprinting and I'm like all right I need to go find my preceptor and I'm like Ashley 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 yeah that that was her name shout out to Ashley Ashley cares she's a uh, she's my um, nursing mom um so I'm like Ashley the patient there's something going on she says she needs her nurse and Ashley's response, she looked at me with like this, this grin, kind of like sideways, like head cocked to the side and grinned at me, she's like, you are the nurse. And I was like, oh, oh, <laughs> the whole entire time. In that moment, I had gone through the courses, I had read the book, I've taken the NCLEX, I had driven myself crazy to get to this point. And instead of being like, all right, hey, I'm I'm a nurse now. That that light switch never triggered. I felt like still a student. I felt like I was still like um you know trying to learn and and, and trying to um you know figure things out. So therefore my confidence was shaky in the very beginning. And you know, now, you know, as a travel nurse, sometimes we we're so short staffed with COVID and with other nurses like leaving the field that sometimes they have me um, precept you know students and these students come in and they're you know they're asking me all these questions I was like, hey man, it's gonna be okay trust me I've been exactly where you were at before and the confidence now six years into it is 10 times better and 10 times more than when I first you know started out in the field I, I could come into the uh, to somebody's room and say hi my name is that I'm gonna be your nurse. But now I was like, hey, my name is Adler. I'm here as your nurse, and I'm here to take the best possible care that I possibly can. And If there's anything that I can do to make your experience just a little bit, more, a little bit better, then please feel free to let me know. And if not, we'll do our best to have a good shift, and we'll kind of go from there. And usually by opening it up like that and kind of opening like with a more, um, a more charismatic approach, at least for me, that helps a build a good enough rapport with my patient. And also that gives them confidence in me. And then now I'm, I'm now operating in something that I've done over and over again. This is not, this is not new territory. This is something that's like, all right, I know how this feels. I've been doing this for so long, so this is pretty much like this is my wheelhouse. So um, I definitely say like the the confidence, you know, definitely increases as you know you you go with the growth. But that's confidence in anything that you're doing. So like even even for you as your first day as an EMT, you know, I, I would like I would imagine your first day as an EMT, you had something very similar, a similar type of story. Like it's was, it was an eye-opening experience, right? Yeah, quite,
1: quite literally.
0: But how? how was, oh. so my question comes. My question to you now becomes like, all right, uh, compared to your first day as an EMT and to your now, like what two years, two and a half years into it?
1: Yeah, two and a half years, uh, dude. I mean, I'm trying to think. I, I okay, I'll, I'll share an experience. I remember I was working for a ambulance company, and you know straight off the you know straight out of school same like you yep. um i do remember i was so hyped i mean, I had adrenaline but it's like the way that my adrenaline was is like the moment that you get into a car accident and it's like the next day you feel the pain so it's like day one i was just smothered i was smothered in adrenaline so i was like oh okay the minute they're like all right guys today we're gonna be training you guys how to drive an ambulance, and i'm like do you know how hard it is to drive a car already in Orlando now you want us to drive a big old box yeah so that was really nerve-wracking and then on top of that night had to practice medicine know what hypo and hypertension and and glycemia and your assessment skills you're like you're taking and like there's like you. you had to switch off the you to switch from student to actual EMT and I remember uh, I was so nervous, even on my clinicals. I would I, I was like, get to a scene and I'd be like, uh OPQRST, DCAP BTLS. You're like doing you all these are all acronyms, by the way, for anyone who's out there. Uh, you want to do a Google search for these acronyms. Uh it basically is assessment guidance for us so we can ask certain questions that are pertinent to the scene. But it's just like you think about it, you're like, huh. <laughs> you're depending on your safety net which were the medics and the medics are like no, no 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 you're running the show we're here to make sure you're okay but you're running the show you're fine you got to the scene i'm like you're right i did and i remember the firemen were great because they pushed me and shout out to Tavares. i think there's a, there's a fire station on Tavares, Mount Nora. they they really they were the ones that pushed me to be focused and confident and now looking back on just like you i uh, i precept i actually i'm I've been precepting the last four weeks. I have had two new EMTs that I've been training in the emergency room. And it's like teaching them what I learned uh, and what I've had to learn along the way. Uh, there's ways that they teach you, like how fast you could do an EKG. Well, I would say that I'm probably one of the fastest EKG EKGers or people who do EKGs, not to butter my toast or anything, but I'm just saying from so much consistent practice, um, I try to teach people the way that I would do it, giving the opportunity that they have to do it their own way because yeah. the prior person who tried me also had their own way of doing things. So yes, in the two and a half years, I look back on it, You know, it's actually been such a, such a awesome opportunity that it's pushed me to uh, become a nurse. I want more, I want more than what I can do now. Um, and I think sometimes it happens, you know, we're in a season and our expiration date comes up and my expiration date of becoming an EMT will come soon when it's time to practice as a nurse. And guess what? Just like when you go from fifth grade to sixth grade, you're like, now you're at the bottom of the food chain again, right now. I'm like, the, I feel like I'm in the top tier of an EMT, but I'll be right back as a GM someday and I'll have to learn to work my way up just like a sixth grader to 12th grade. So no, man, it's it's definitely an experience for sure. And I think that when you look back on it, you're just like, the only time you should look back is to see how far you've come. That's kind of like the general message I got from that.
0: Well, and I, I think it's it's kind of, uh, it's just kind of just interesting, right? Like we, we talk about growth, you know, mm-hmm. growth, we, you know, it's like, I want to grow as a person. I want to grow as an individual. You know, God doesn't ever like give you moments like, all right, Growth, it's going to give you a season where you're presented, and it's going to be hard. It's going to be trying, and then you're going to experience growth on the other side of it. You know, Mm -hmm. there's you're not going to just just magically like turn into like this seasoned veteran in any field, and that goes for you know like you look at professional sports, like you know even these guys that are you know getting paid in the NBA or the NFL they've been doing pop runner. They've pee peewee leagues. They've done different workouts since, you know, seven, eight years old. And these are 20, 20 year olds, 30 year olds, 40 year olds, even like you look at a guy like Tom Brady, who's been doing this. Now they weren't getting paid like they're getting paid now, but they've been doing this now for over 30 years in the, in their, their, their field. So, you know, it, it's natural that, as you continue doing the same thing over and over again, you're only going to get better. You're not going to get worse. Like you're going to be able to like, and I, I find it like easier when, I, you know, as a nurse, like I can see like trends, right? So my, my biggest thing, and um, this is just, I guess maybe just me as a, a person, I look at trends. History always repeats itself, right? So if we know that, you know, the, the rules of anatomy and physiology so like if I see somebody's blood pressure tank, I already know what is associated with low blood pressure. I, I already know that somebody might be lethargic. They could be going into some form of shock. Um, they might need to get uh, bolus some fluids. They might need some albumin. So many different things. But like this is just through years of just experience. You know, right. I, I It as you as you continue to and the be- most beautiful part is like even as experienced as you are, there's always something new to learn. Like this most recently, right? um, We're doing CPR on a patient and then the IV line goes bad. Now I've been, I've always bragged upon myself about like my IV start skills. Like I feel like I have a steady hand and like I can sit, I I have like other guy like uh, male nurses from back home that, you know we sit back and we kind of like we kind of talk back and forth and like, oh, we jab jaw, like who's better, who's better, you know, whatever the case may be. However, um, I experienced something new today, um, or maybe not today, but this week, where we're doing compressions on somebody, and their body is like it's shaking, it's moving. So now you have a moving target, and you have to try to start an IV. And I'll be honest with you, like, um, you have you have to kind of like put your pride aside, like. Um, I tried it once and I couldn't get it. And then um, they told me to try again. And I tried the second time. I felt confident and I wasn't successful. So instead of just being like, all right, guys, I got it. I kind of just kind of like, all right, you know what? I'm going to defer because this is not an, an area that I'm good at. That doesn't mean that I'm not going to try to learn this, but this is not an area that I'm good at currently. So I deferred it to somebody else, and she happened to be an EMT turned nurse, and she was just like, you know, hey, it's it's okay, don't beat yourself up, because you know, on the trucks we would always be going like it's bumpy, and we'd always be going like through turns and stuff like that, and I had to do this. So this is something that it's muscle memory for me because I've been doing this for for such a long time, mm-hmm. and so when I hear something like that, I'm like, okay. You know, there's opportunity for me to grow. I just need to be put in that situation once again. So I I think that like, it's interesting to see that even as much as you've grown, you never really stop growing. So it's not necessarily about the journey or it's it's more so about the journey than it is about perfection. Cause you'll never be perfect. But that journey, that path that you take, that teaches you everything and anything that you need to know.
1: Absolutely, man. You made a point off air. We're talking about this, and and you know, and that's what I'm excited about. Just to throw this out there, I am excited about being a nurse. Um, you know, I've been working in this emergency room now. I've, I've worked at the Popka, you know, our, at the campus for an hour, almost. This will be in October. Will be my fourth year. It's the longest job I've ever had. Called that's, that's that's longevity, right? Longevity, and
0: You're
1: it's. Listen, man, it's kind of weird to think that I've almost been there four years, but looking at it from a perspective where I have developed friendships, I mean, this is where we met, you know, our, our friendship started and was grounded and rooted from Apopka. We started there, working there. Um, but I wanted to point something out. You had mentioned something out there that I think is really important to kind of bring all of this into a perspective. You know, we've been talking about this concepts about practicing and focusing on the progress and focusing on our on our growth there's something that you had mentioned and you're doing this actively with the stock market right you, you you're you're heading to the stock market i always highlight on that i always think that's a great 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 opportunity to jump into and, and when you stay consistent right. i'm getting there i'm getting there with this point it's being consistent um you talked about compound interest and how that is relative now i don't want to steal your thunder because it's not my place to do because you brought this point up but i just wanted to bring it back because you know we're human sometimes we forget but i wanted to ask you how you could explain to somebody including myself how would you use the example of compound interest to explain this concept or this this idea this ideology that we're talking about today because i think we learn, people learn from examples. People learn from, I learn from examples. I love, I love when people create an image and I have to go, oh, I like that. Like our relationships or people we run into or our opportunities, you related to the stock market sometimes. And I, I love that because I do know that it will be up one day. It'll be really down one day. Then it'll be in the middle and then be up and it just keeps doing this. And sometimes it just stays this or stays going down. So you're really good at that. I always give you, I always give you kudos to that. So I wanted to bring that back and just ask you if you're teaching somebody through what we're talking about today, how in your mind at the time when we talked about it, how did that compound interest example, how could that be applied to, to what we've been talking about today? Just just out of curiosity, I'd like
0: to know. I would like, like to know. Well, okay, so I mean this, I guess there's two answers for this. The first part is understanding that you have a game plan. Mm-hmm. Now, regardless of if the world is set on fire, if the world is flipped upside down, or even if you know the whole entire thing tanks, right? The world is upside to... down. Hold on. <laughs> just kidding. No, yeah, but, but okay, so you have to understand that you have a game plan. Do not deviate from the game plan just because things around you are, are shifting. Now there's it's a balancing act. Um, of like, you know, if it's not working, then, you know, obviously, you need to make adjustments, but do not deviate from the game plan, just because, you know, there's a possibility that you know, we might be going through a government shutdown, you know, there's a possibility that you know, uh, you know, September is one of the you know worst months in the stock market. You know, that's something that we 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 know it's been a, an ongoing thing for the last 22 plus years.
1: True, I remember working in retail, man. I could never make my numbers in September. I would always be short oh. because for some reason business is a restart or something. Or I
0: I can't tell you why. This is just you know, and this is again for for me. I look at patterns. If you look at every year. And no matter what business, usually if you can ask, it's usually September is like the worst. Yeah, I do remember
1: that working at Dillard's, I remember we struggled.
0: So it's definitely, that's definitely one of them. Um, And then, um, you know, when it comes to compound interest, right, if you, so let's say um, you and I, um, you and I decide to follow a workout plan the workout plan is four days a week. You do the workout plan four days a week and I do the plan four days a week. However, on top of the four days a week that I'm I'm doing, I'm also adding cardio to it. 20 minutes, 15 minutes of cardio every day to the four, four day a week program. Really, come on, <laughs> dab? Anyway, for, for those of you that cannot see Finn, Finn just dabbed, I'm not sure why. Um, <laughs> I was I was,
1: in cardio. I was running
0: yeah 2014 said please stop anyway so in, in anything that in anything that we do if you follow a four-day program to a t and don't deviate anything we have the same diet and I do the same program plus I added 15-20 minutes of, of um, cardio my progress is going to be significantly better than yours over time and the reason being is because that you're consistently adding to it so my body my genetic makeup obviously you know we have different genes and stuff like that but mine mine is going to get even better than even better like you're making sensational sensational progress but my progress is going to be a little bit a little bit more a little bit better just a little bit better just because makes
1: you want to work out more now i mean you want to go out more, that's good run i'm running 30 minutes
0: that's and that's good and then because if i don't deviate if if i only do 20 and you do 30 minutes that means you're going to progress a, li- a little bit that much better and now i don't say this because it's i'm not saying this in order to be competitive but i'm saying that's where compound interest you know begins is if you're right. doing something consistently and you're doing a little bit extra than what most of your peers are, you know happen to be doing you're going to meet your goal a little bit faster so understanding that you have to consistently do the same thing. And then, you know, to do not deviate from the game plan. If you have a, the game plan set in place, and you know that it's going like you already have the plan, and it's going to work. And there's nothing saying that it's not going to work. So even though the conditions change, you still have to commit to it. And that's like, that's another like, that's another like hidden gem, so to speak, right? We talk about consistency, we talk about how January 1st, a lot of people say, I want to lose all this weight. I want to lose 20 pounds, right? Sometimes they have this goal of losing 20 pounds. They lose 10. And because they made the, the 10 pounds of progress where they lost 10 pounds, they quit. They stop. You, understanding that, hey, this is my goal, 20. So I'm not. I'm only going to stop once I get 20. I'm not going to stop in, in, before then. I'm going to finish and follow through with it that's the same, that's the same kind of um, principle that um, you kind of have to input when it comes to compound interest.
1: I like it, man. And you know what? I'm motivated because, you know, you and I are both, and of, of course, Cassandra and I are both doing 75 hard. And that, I will tell you that if, this is my third week being vegan slash vegetarian. Okay. And uh, I will be honest, it is a at first I thought it was kind of a joke when someone said, I think it was you who actually said, oh, it's a mental challenge. And then I heard Bianca from the hospital also say, oh, it's a mental challenge. And I was like, dude, you literally just have to drink a gallon of water every day. You just got to work. out. It is a lot harder than it's inconsistent working out, finding weight. If you can't go to the gym, understandable. Some people don't want to go to the gym doing 45 minutes of some kind of physical activity twice a day is man. And I'm tired. Sometimes I come home from work and I'm like, oh I had had an exam and three quizzes this week oh I mean like it really becomes like this you know it's like uh, you don't want to make it an inconvenience I think that's the problem that people do and you mentioned this with working out it's like oh I gotta work out oh it's like we have created it as an inconvenience versus it being something that well do you remember you set this goal so just like you said I love that compound interest example, man, because it really does put things into perspective. Being consistent with what you're doing will eventually result in a result. You're going to have what you're looking for. And it's, uh, it's something you've mentioned before. Instead of focusing on losing 30 pounds, lose five pounds each week for six weeks and get those snack size goals in there so that you can actually compound, like you said.
0: Well, okay, so one of my favorite people to listen to is Inky Johnson, and if, if you've never heard Inky Johnson's story, it's super powerful, one of the greatest motivational speakers that we have in this modern era, you know, obviously, you got, you know, E.T., the preacher, and you, you, you got less. Um, less you got out. Adler,
1: you got Finn,
0: yes, we're, hey, we're up and coming, we're gonna get there, I'm but we're
1: in the top 5%, guys. man, we're in the top 5% of the nation, in the world,
0: in the world, For sure. These guys, right, they've been doing this for years. So in terms of experience, like they're, you know, leaps and bounds ahead of us. That doesn't mean that we cannot catch up. I want to put, I want to kind of put that out there. They've been
1: compounding a lot longer than we have.
0: Yes. So now like Inky Johnson has this thing. He said, he's like, you know, a lot of the times the reason why people give up on the goal is because, uh, because of the emotional state in which you made that promise, it's gone. So now, Mm -hmm. unless you have a deep foundational, like root for why you're doing what you're doing, you will always quit, you will always find a way to quit. However, if you tie it to like, all right, hey, I need to develop more, you know, consistency, I need to develop growth, I need to do this. And the reason why I'm going to do this is for my health, for my mental health, for, um, you know, uh, to show, to show like, you know, to show people that there's other ways of getting out your stress. The 75 hard challenge isn't a challenge about physical ability. It's a consistency challenge. It's to see how many days consecutively can you do the same thing over and over and over and over and over again. because. Honestly, I think when I, when I started it, I think I might've been like 10 pounds heavier. I'm 10 pounds lighter. However, I can also say that there's, and I think maybe this is a more of a, a transparency thing where I, I can identify areas where I need to improve. Like this is okay, but I can definitely be better if I approach it in this sense. And I, I, I think that high, it's just been illuminated you know, for the last three months in this assignment, you know, um, when things aren't going your way, how do you how do you react? How do you bounce back? And I think that that's something that's been like, um, it's been super pivotal, man, like, uh, I've, I feel like I'm I'm, um, I'm learning, uh, you know, differently. Uh, I, and so, okay, like, in, you know, if, if anybody's asking, right, what makes this assignment different than other assignments, right? <laughs> so, for example, and it's not it's not funny, but, you know, for example, like, I've dealt with racism before in many, many, many different ways. I've been followed in the grocery store, and I've been followed home so, sometimes, and I won't go too deep into it, but here in the Midwest, and it's not every person, it's not the staff, it's more so like some of the patients in their old school might like, you know, set ways, you know they say some off-colored, off-putting things. And versus, you know, being, you know, in Atlanta or being back home or being, you know, somewhere, you know, somewhere like that, it's not as blatant. It's more of like a, a subtle a subtle hand. Versus here it's just it's all up in the air. This is what I think. Boom. And so for me, it's been mentally trying because now I have to like get myself mentally prepared to, I'm going to give you the still the best care possible. Even though you said that, even though you think that, I'm still doing this because I made a vouch, I made a promise, do no harm. So I grit my teeth and I'm like, yes, okay, that's fine. And then I I have to find like, I have to find outlets. And this is where I think going to the gym has helped me big time is because it kind of gives an outlet to kind of get that stress out and we've touched upon it I think maybe three or four episodes when you have stress you can't sit in that stress if you sit in that stress there's going to be a whole bunch of consequences that come with it you have to find a way to outlet Have to get it out so either whether it be talking to somebody or working out whatever just get it out and that's essential that's how we came up with the topic is because literally that's something that I am I'm actively facing while here and you know i'm learning that there's areas that like i thought i was patient like i I think we had a um uh, a topic on patience once like maybe two seasons ago
1: ago, man seasons ago
0: exactly we were talking about patience like yeah man i'm patient i learned a different level of patience over here Mm. (laughs) so it's, it's it's you know it's growth man you know you it's not it's never perfect, but on the other side of consistency, you experience growth.
1: That's right, man. Well, thanks for sharing that, man. Cause that's you know, I think that there's people out there who listen to us who can relate to us and may not always voice it. Um, and, and and that's the thing about this, you know, us podcasting. You know, we we have when we first started, remember, I remember when I first launched this alone. I was scared, I had no idea what the heck I was doing. And it just felt right. In order to grow, sometimes you need to look beyond. And I'm, I'm going to pull this as we close out today. Yeah, I'm kind of, when I look back on when I started this, we talked about it, but I'm, I'm like you when you had a new opportunity or new experience where you are a shaking patient during CPR and you've got up an IV. And I was like you when I first launched this alone and did six episodes of the podcast and realized when I had you as a guest, I felt great about our collaboration. We do a couple more times and now we're here eight seasons later, 4,500 people actively listening globally, a full-blown website, a coffee company on the way, clothing, merchandise, et cetera, on the way. To everything, that would be a thing that's like me reaching out, like you reached out to your EMT transition nurse who had more experience. And it's not even so much about the experience. It's just there's a, there's a level of camaraderie and teamwork, more to get the job done, but also in your benefit for you to learn how to be better at doing IVs in the process of CPR. So you basically resuscitated the podcast, us collaborating together, coming together. I was like you. I reached out to you like you reached out to that EMT nurse. And now here we are. Well, uh, we're mastering something because we're practicing it weekly. We're progressing weekly. So well, that's I, I, final thought, Sorry, man.
0: I want to give you props as well, though. I mean, like I give you props because it, and it, it takes, you have to be in tuned and honest with yourself in order to seek help. You know, seeking help is like, you know, a lot of times people will just, you know, they'll die like alone because they just refuse to, you know, reach out for help. They'll go through trying situations and be like, how come nobody was there? Well, that's because you didn't tell anybody, you know, we can only help you if you you let us know. And, you know, you as my buddy, you as my brother, you said, hey, you know, I need you for this. And I was like, you know what? Yeah, of course, this is this is fantastic. We have excellent chemistry. Um, even though you dab, which I'm not, I still don't, don't understand. <laughs> oh God. I'm working on it.
1: I'm working on stopping that. I
0: don't know why. I just think it's funny
1: because it's just
0: like, hey, hey,
1: just, hey, and you just
0: did it four more times. You did it four more times in this episode. So like this is four times total. So my, my biggest thing is regardless of, you know, regardless of how tired I am, regardless of what I got going on, I know that once a week, you know, we come together, we sit down and not only do we, you know, produce a new video, but we, we talk about life and we kind of just, we scratch deeper than the, um, the surface stuff because, you know, some friends you just kind of talk about like, yeah, everything's okay, everything's this, but it's more so a deeper conversation. And I, I thought that the conversations that we have were so deep and so riveting, at least to me, that it's almost like a disservice to not be able to share it with other people. So and that's ultimately what it is. So being the best you is just being able to be honest with each other and have those inner, you know, dialogues or inner monologues that you have and you strive to be a little bit better than you were the day before. And so that's right. Props to you, man.
1: Yeah, man, and props you know, and props to you too, man, because I know this season has been rough, a little rougher than some of the other seasons you've had. You know, I'm excited to, uh, to see you again, you know, in person, obviously, um, and I appreciate you being here with me, and, um, you know, like, I agree with you. Every week, we get on here, and, we, you know, we talk to the week. We text each other. We call, you know, and before we get on air, we usually sit down and we convert, but one thing I wanted to say, and this is just one prime example, just to it kind of went through my brain and I, I wanted to share this on this episode kind of before we can actually close out today, because this is like the cherry on top. I remember like last year it took us, not even that. Well, yeah, no, in the beginning of last year we first started this whole prog- project, right? I remember we would, um, it would take us 15, 20, sometimes 30 minutes to get started. Yeah. And you want to talk about practice makes progress, growth, compound interest, consistency. We have 85 episodes. We have eight seasons and we can hop right on here. Not every day. Not every time is perfect. Not every time we're jumping right into it. Sometimes we just want to ask questions, see how our days are going and whatnot, but it's not off topic. It's not, like we're just babbling about whatever. It's amazing to see because I've listened to, I've actually personally gone back and listened to some of our episodes in the past. And I've actually encouraged people to listen to our episodes. Uh, I have a friend of mine. I'll keep his name anonymous, uh, buddy of mine. And uh, I share with him, he was going through um, self-denial. He didn't know how to love himself. And I share with him this season, I think it was season four, where we really dug really deep into love. And understanding and loving yourself and loving other people and, 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 and that kind of level of talk. So I just wanted to point that out too, man. I just think that it's great that we have come this far. We talked about practice. That is a great example of us. It just came to my mind when we're talking. Um, I'm beyond grateful that I reached out to you. Um, like I said before, I wouldn't want to record or podcast or do this. Even our little side projects behind the scenes, I wouldn't want to do with anybody else. And I'm just grateful that we have come this far. Season 8, 2021, you know, we're going to finish out this year with a brilliant, phenomenal, powerful season.
0: And um, that's the plan. We're going to – it's going to be excellent. We're going to finish off the year. And, um, you know, just some pipeline stuff, like down the pipeline. Um, One, we have a website. If you haven't already, definitely go and check that out. Um, uh, Finn worked really hard on creating that. Plus we have coffee coming out. Plus we have um, shirts and everything coming out um, later on next month as well. And the the big kicker is um, we're coming to episode 100 and it's coming very soon. So we're gonna be doing a raffle, right? Um, We're gonna do a raffle. Yeah, we're gonna see like, uh, well, I guess we'll, we'll we'll talk about it a little bit later but just kind of yeah, just
1: playing grounds a little bit figure out how we're to do this but I know where you're going be,
0: with There's I get there's a big prize um at the end and whoever wins it it's only one person one winner uh um, whoever wins it then um you'll get the prize and we'll divulge um said prize uh a little bit later down the line maybe when we get to like episode 95 so if I were you I tune in every single week up until we get to episode 95 and to definitely definitely a hundred percent listen to us and check out what we got going on uh, by episode 100.
1: Absolutely. And you can do that by following us on Instagram at the best you nation. You can also follow Adler because we're going to be dropping sneak peeks. I think sneak peeks, maybe once in a while, we'll drop a post, we'll make a video, we'll drop some little snippet uh, on our stories. So make sure to follow Adler 24 hours in a day. You can also follow me personally at the Finn Foster and you guys, I'm telling you right now, we are not just doing this, to just waste your time. We're here to help you grow, which is what we were talking about today. Um, Adler, it's always amazing to hop on here with you, man. I can't wait to be back in person. Like not, you know, Zoom's great. Don't get me wrong. I love doing Zoom. Zoom's great. It's awesome. It's our alternative since you're not always here in Florida, but when you do get back home at some point um, during the holiday times, I'm excited. And uh, Hey, Guys, Adler's birthday is coming up really soon. Really,
0: really soon. You can't can't tell people otherwise don't know how old I'm turning. (laughs) Uh,
1: Well, I mean, you know, for our fan band, they got to know. We got to celebrate you. So with that being said, close us out, Adler. Bring us home.
0: Have a good one. Stay blessed. We pray and hope that you guys have an amazing, wonderful week. And in the event that you do have a rough one, understand that this is only one out of 52 and it will get better. All right, keep your head up, stay strong. We will catch you in the next one. That's right. And we're out.